Ethan Alden. Reviews Movies. From Space. Hello, this is Bane from the Batman movie, from the most recent Batman from The Dark Knight Rises, and welcome to Ethan Alden Reviews Movies from Space. I was wondering what would break first, your mind or your body? Just kidding, it's me. It's Ethan Alden. No middle name. I don't have a middle name. But uh, uh, if you're, this is your first time listening, uh, I'm the guy who went a trip to space on a Pop-Tarts box, and then I got stuck up here during the lizard apocalypse. But now that you guys have, you know, the lizard wars are over and we've got the internet back, I review movies from up here with a Tuatara named Barney. I mean, he doesn't say anything because Tuataras can't, well, I don't think they can talk. Um, but he does have a third eye. Maybe he has a third mouth. Wow. Barney, if you can hear me, I just want you to know that I'm sorry if you've been talking and I haven't been aware, and I love you, man. I love you. He's not in the room. Uh, three blessings from my week. Uh, okay, I know I said that I would be back on Earth for the last one or two episodes, but NASA is not actually sending a a ship to pick me up. I was mistaken. Apparently NASA has ships like boat ships, and they were launching one of those boat ships, and I thought it was a ship ship, spaceship, and I got confused. And anyway, so that is a blessing to know the truth, even if it's um, sad. Uh, but the second lesson is, is a little brighter because I got a high score of 1,138 points on the Boppet that NASA sent me in the supply ship the other week. And I might have gone even higher, but it broke. So I guess it's my record to beat when I get back to Earth. Also, Amino from NASA, uh, uh, she's the one who sent me the Boppet, and she was super cool about it when I told her that it broke, and that relieved me of a lot of anxiety because I felt really bad because it was her Boppet. So that was a blessing as well. So Amino, you're super cool. Thanks for being understanding and for sending me your Boppet. Uh, today, we're talking about classic, classic film, Sleeping Beauty. This movie came out in 1959. And before we move on, you may have noticed that every movie thus far has been from a different decade. So I'm going to give you a chance to guess what decade do you think is next. And I'm going to give you a hint. You ready? Here's your hint. Abraham Lincoln. Summary of the movie. A woman uh, doesn't RSVP for a birthday party. So um, then they hide, because of that, they hide a baby in the woods until she gets discovered by Robin Hood. And then the baby falls asleep, but that, that, it's not a baby anymore at that point. It's a 16-year-old who looks 28, which is never explained. So I guess it's like a metaphor or something or a mystery or both. Um, and then a bunch of thorns pop out of the ground, and then the movie's kind of over. Um, 
But uh, yeah, that's what it's about. Who's in it and what else are they known from? Mary Costa from Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis and Bill Shirley from the United States Navy, who was in the Navy, and Eleanor Audrey, who starred in The Departed opposite Matt Damon, and then Verna Felton, Barbara Jo Allen, and Barbara Luddy, who played the three fairies in this movie, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. Or no. I guess that's the Seven Dwarves. Uh, Genre of the movie is bedtime or nighttime. E is for enjoyment. The part of the show where I share all the stuff that I really liked about the movie. And there's a lot of it. First of all, they sing, and y'all know me, gotta love them pipes. I love it when people sing. And it has really memorable music themes throughout. Uh, It's a mix of Tchaikovsky and uh, George Bruns, who wrote the the movie from, or the music for the movie that wasn't Tchaikovsky. And it opens with this very pomp and circumstance song and all these knights riding around. And it's really pretty. And it's very of the era it was made. So it feels, this whole movie feels very fairy tale, but also 1950s fairy tale in a really pleasant way, aesthetically. Um, and so in the, the follow-up to that is I love that it's a pleasantly dated film. Remember I talked about that in Mean Girls, how sometimes there's a movie that's dated and you watch it and you're like, ugh, this stuff isn't cool anymore that you guys did. And then sometimes a movie is dated in a way where it's like, look at all the things they chose to do that were really popular at that time and we've drifted away, but it's still really cool and aesthetically pleasing now to look at. It's just that we happen to other things are in style, so we don't do that as much anymore. So this is one of those movies where it's really pleasantly dated. And another thing I like about the movie is that even though Robin Hood's in it, uh, the real heroes are the three fairies who are women. And Robin Hood has this big action sequence, but he really doesn't do anything that special. And the fairies do everything with their magic to help him out. So, And also, he's not ashamed or and he also doesn't say like look at me i'm like the big hero it just all happens on screen you get to watch it and you're watching it you're going man i mean he's he's brave admittedly but like those fairies they're doing the real work and that was cool because a lot of times there's like the male hero comes in they're like look it's me i'm the guy and um that's not as cool so it's cool to see that these fairies were like the real heroes were these women um and they all have very different personalities which is cool as well. Um, Also, um, the art style is really distinct and unique and beautiful. And it's it's almost like geometric shapes and it's very colorful as well. And um, you guys know I love colors and they did not disappoint me in this movie. Yeah, it's very interesting to look at. You'll see shots of mountain peaks that are ridiculously pointy but in the landscape they've created all these very sharp angles and shapes and swirls and it's 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 very heightened but it's very cool to look at it looks very uh stylized so i really liked that and it's very distinct i i personally haven't seen another movie like that but i haven't seen every movie in the world um also, the minions of the woman who did an RSVP, 
they're these adorable little guys. And I love that. There's this one with really big eyes and a pointy underbite and just a really nice smile. And he's really cute. So I really like that part of the movie, which leads to there are a lot of cute cartoon animals in this as well, because this movie is a cartoon in the forest, uh, which, of course, is also a cartoon. The fo- I mean, the forest is not a real forest. It's not like Yosemite or anything in that Yosemite is real. And this is not. It's a cartoon. I really like that. Um yeah, so those are the things that I really thought were dope about this film. The tissue box, the parts of the movie that made me cry. There's a part where the woman who didn't RSVP turns to say something to her crow friend, and the crow is turned to stone, and she's surprised, and she gasps in shock, and it, that made me cry because of the poor crow. Even though I guess he's supposed to be like a bad guy. No spoilers. But just be aware of that, which leads to parental guidance. These are the parts where dude, emotions happen to us in our hearts and we have them and um, movies can have can bring them out. So um, this is the part where I share all the things that might be emotionally triggering to you and you might want to be aware of these things before you step into the movie and go, oh, oh, my heart. So, first things first, Lizard Watch. Anything that might remind you of the Lizard Wars, there is a dragon in this movie, a big dragon. And I know one of the worst parts of the Lizard Wars were when the Lizard King's ventral marsupium split open to birth his wyvern sons into the rising sea. So mostly I just wanted to remind you guys that wyverns and dragons are actually different. Look it up if it doesn't make you queasy. But, uh... Even so, you might be alarmed to see a reptile that is even just wyvern adjacent, which dragons are. So be aware of that. Uh, Also, a dress gets temporarily cotton candy colored, and everybody talks about it like it's a bad thing. And if you like cotton candy, that could be offensive to you because they're all bashing on this dress that's cotton candy colored. And I don't know, I like cotton candy and I especially like cotton candy ice cream and it didn't hurt my feelings because it was the 50s and they weren't as sensitive about everything back then but if you guys like cotton candy maybe don't eat it while you're watching the movie so that you don't get cotton candy shamed or feel cotton candy shamed and um there's another part where that same crow that gets turned into stone also gets shot with a jet of cotton candy magic out of a chimney which you have to imagine would have been rough on the little guy. This crow has a tough lot in this movie. And I guess it's, you know, trying to say the moral of the story is when you align yourself with people who don't RSVP, all these bad things can happen, which could also be a trigger to those of you who are commonly late or commonly indecisive um, because it seems to shame her for not RSVPing for the party. So just be aware of all that. Um, also, also, Robin Hood falls off his horse at this one part, and he's unharmed, so just so you know. But it is a close thing, and then he tells his horse, he looks at his horse, and he goes, no carrots, which I think is code for something, I'm not sure what, but you can tell he's upset when he says it, and that there's tension between the two, and that's uncomfortable too. So he falls off his horse, which is scary, and then he and his horse get into a verbal alter- altercation. So, um, 
just be aware of all of that stuff, guys. All that stuff is coming your way if you pop this in. And I want you guys to feel safe and and uh, warm, unless you have the AC on, which is your choice, and that's totally fine. Rating, five out of five stars. Stars because I am in outer space. I like this movie a lot. This is cool. Tweet him and weep. I'm going to read your tweets. At Songs for a Dying Scorpion set. Oh, that's, that's a sad name. Uh, well, he's or she says, if you bought a corn dog at Whataburger, stuck it in the fridge for six weeks, took it out, and made it watch movies, it would have better things to say than Ethan Alden. And points for specificity. At Pigs, 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 Pigs says, does Sleeping Beauty never sleep again after she gets kissed? Like, is she permanently an insomniac after? And golly, I don't know, because the kiss does wake her up, and the movie doesn't say if it's forever, and I wouldn't hazard a guess because I'm not a doctor. Although I have given myself a transesophical echocardiogram, but anybody could do that. You just need an extremely weak gag reflex or some propofol, and then just like don't have alcohol after, or grapefruit juice, or regular grapefruits. But I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't say. Last week's quote was, you could be our mascot. <laughs> and that is from Whip It. If you haven't seen Whip It, it's, it's a really funny movie. And maybe I'll review that one later. But nobody guessed it. Um, but at Starkitect's best guesstimate, guessed if it was from There Will Be Blood. But Oil is the mascot in that movie. And Oil can't talk um, to my knowledge. And this week's quote is, your girlfriend sucks. Tweet in your guesses. Three things I'm looking forward to when I get back to Earth. One thing is looking at space, which I know sounds weird because I live here, but I've been looking at space from space. It'll be cool to look at space from Earth, which is different. Like, I guess I could have just said like the nighttime and stars and constellations and stuff. But looking at space from Earth. Another thing I'm looking forward to is rivers. Man, I really miss rivers. I miss seeing the current, and I miss seeing birds flying out over the water. And then the third thing I miss or looking forward to is birds because we don't have them up here. And maybe that's good because I don't know what Barney would think of birds. Presumably he doesn't think about them at all as of now, but I don't know what would happen to his brain if he were to start and we didn't have any in the menagerie when it was full. So I haven't seen him interact with them. I, 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 we, did, we just didn't have room for birds with the elephant, but we don't have a lot of pictures of birds up here either. So um, I haven't been able to observe his reaction to birds. So it's it's probably a blessing in disguise that there's no birds up here. Although we, well, okay, so we do have a monthly calendar on the wall that I made myself by printing out some images. And not this month, but in a later month, there is a picture of a bird. So it's, at some point, he is going to see a bird. And um, I guess I'll keep you guys posted to let you know what he thinks. But as of now, there is currently a calendar page over that page because that's a later month. So unless his third eye can like see through stuff or something, which it totally, it totally could do that. Whoa. 
What if that's what it does? And then he's been looking at this bird this whole time, and I've been acting like he can't see birds. Wow. Well, I, okay, I'm going to tell NASA about this, because this could be big. It was, uh, speaking of NASA, they told me this was, it was cool of me to ask, but like, uh, <laughs> does anybody like have a spaceship that they could like use to like come and get me? Because NASA doesn't have any right now. And um, uh, they're totally cool with that. And they can help with the launch and stuff. But they just don't have one. And I wanted to reach out to George Clooney specifically because I remember that a few years ago uh, before the apocalypse, George Clooney got one of the Falcon 9s for his birthday after SpaceX pivoted to renting event spaces. And he was super humble about it and didn't know what to do with it and talked about that. So if you're listening, George Clooney, and you didn't um, sell it on Craigslist or something, it would be really cool if you came up and got me. And I'm, I'm sure you could do it because you were an astronaut in gravity and you were like everybody respected you in that and thought you were cool. So like if you... I don't know if that's something you want to do for vacation is go to space, like hit me up or whatever. Um, I do have Twister if you want to like play games. Um, but then also it would be nice to like go back with you. That would be, that's my main point. Um, and if that wouldn't be a cool vacation and that, so that makes it feel sort of like this weird obligatory thing, then you don't have to think of it that way. But just like, I just figure, you know, if you don't ask for things that you would like, nobody knows that you want them. I think I've said that before. So, you know, it's worth asking. I don't even know if George Clooney will listen to this podcast. I, I honestly can't imagine that he will. But if you do, well, first of all, if you do, whoa, that's cool because I respect you a lot. And I, I just think you're awesome. So if, if you take away nothing else, I hope that you hear that, that I, I just think you're rad. Uh, but also, like, if you could come get me, that would be cool. Um, and if you do, well, I could give you, like, a five-star Uber rating or whatever they have that for uh, – that is that for space. If – well, I shouldn't s say that if because if it's a bad ride, I don't want to be dishonest and promise something that I can't live up to. But, like, I mean, uh, it is easy for me to imagine that it would be a great ride because I just think you're cool, man. So think about that. But I guess that says I have a lot of growth to do because I, I was considering giving him a five-star rating right off the bat, which is not honest. So maybe it's like not in the cards for me to come back to Earth until I do some more personal growth. And honestly, if that's okay, or if that's, if that's the truth, then I'm okay with that because, dude, I don't want to be gifted something before I'm emotionally mature enough to handle it. So maybe I'm not emotionally mature enough to go back to Earth and get on somebody's spaceship with and give them an honest Uber rating. So that's okay. It is painful to hear, but better to know the truth. And, um, you know, I, I thought of this the other day. I uh, If I want to pretend that I'm on Earth then I can get on the computer and I can use a different VPN uh, so that it will feel like I'm in Los Angeles because of the VPN. So that's something that I have to look forward to. And sometimes when times are tough, like now and I can't come back to Earth, having something to look forward to 
is that can like really help you out. So I'm super looking forward to using a VPN and pretending that I'm in Los Angeles. And that's something you guys could do too. And you could pretend you're in space with me. And then it, we could have this whole like pretend party. So I know that, you know, cause I know you guys can't travel right now because of all the sea monsters. And since the sea serpents are making transatlantic voyages unviable right now, a VPN would be a great way to pretend you're across the waters which by the way shout out to all the people um who are fighting the sea serpents out there because you guys have a tough job defending the coast and stuff and my cousin does that the one that um likes to mess with me i mean technically he's a cabin boy but sometimes they do let him polish the harpoons and um my dad said he's gotten really really good at making hardtack so he ended up, my cousin ended up mailing some to my dad, and then my dad mailed it to NASA, and then NASA put it on the supply ship that they sent up here, and it was really dry, so I ended up mixing it with water and using it as spackling for the holes in the wall around the dartboard, but it was really cool to just have something that my cousin made. So that was a blessing too. I should have mentioned that in the in the three blessings and made it four blessings, because dude, you can never you can never count too many blessings. This conversation got away from me. But if you know anyone with the spaceship, tweet in, dude. And otherwise, I will see you guys uh, next season on Earth, hopefully. But uh, next episode for the podcast. So live long and proper. And I'll talk to you soon.